Gary W. Johnson, a.k.a. The Gender's Gentleman, coming to you with something that hopefully will inspire, empower, and motivate you to be a better version of yourself. I'm not going to get into the talk to a young lady, and uh, we're going to cover a few things, and uh, so let's get started. How you doing tonight, Deanna? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you. And uh, glad to have you with us tonight. And uh, so, what would you like to talk about tonight? Um, so, I was wanting to touch on, you know, just different things as far as me being a, a female barber in the industry and okay. uh, uh, the insecurities that are brought into the shop as far as, you know, it comes from the girlfriends that are home and it comes, you know, you turn into a counselor, you know, when people start sitting in your chair, so you deal with the insecurities that men go through as well, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty pretty uh, crazy thing to have to deal with. I mean, it's, it's a good thing to deal with, you know, as far as helping people and talking to people through things, but it's an interesting field. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Okay, so you're a barber, okay? So how long have you been in this profession? Five years now. How long? For five years now. Five years. And uh, what made you want to get into that field? Uh, well, I started doing women's hair first and uh, did that for a few years. But I've always been more of a guy's girl type girl. I'm into sports and I just relate on a different level. I'm not into the, I don't want to hear about the, you know, the husbands and the kids. Because, you know, at the time I had to deal with the husbands and the kids. So. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about uh, sports, you know, have a beer. <laughs> Call it right. Yeah. I can see that it's kind of like, hey, look, let me stiff arm these women that's coming to me with this. It's like, oh, please miss me with that. So let me just get in an environment where I'm just dealing with men, you know. <laughs> right, right. But uh, you probably still have a few women that might come in and try to get a cut. I do, yeah, I do. It's, okay. it's rare, but they they come not, they come in. Okay, okay. But you don't have, uh, you know, all of that extra like you would have if you were just dealing with a lot of women. Right. None of the extra. It is so... I mean, men are just straight to the point. No chaser. You know what I mean? So it's good <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> for the most part. Right, 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 right. Uh, now, uh, tell me something. Now, since... Uh, You've been doing this. Uh, you've experienced different challenges, and some of the challenges that you say uh, uh, there are some insecurities, like uh, with the uh, women uh, that may find out that uh, uh, their guys are coming home talking about you or something, or you know, where are the insecurities coming from? Um. I honestly feel like the insecurities are coming from something that the man has done to make the woman feel insecure somewhere down the line, but okay. I'm the person that has to deal with it as far as, um, as far as, you know, I guess they're going through it and I'm the woman that they're coming to talk to, so 
<laughs> now they're confiding in another woman, so now it's a problem. I've had uh, I've had a client's girlfriend call my phone, uh, assuming that we were uh, seeing each other behind her back because he would not stop talking about me. I cannot control what that man talks about. Okay, okay. So, uh, with 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 that being said, now, uh, do you find that uh, some of these women are, you know, trying to maybe call you because I don't know if the men have your uh, phone number, you know, and the phone, you know, a lot of times you have your barber and you'll call and say, hey, can you see me today and this and the other. Right. So if some of these women are insecure, uh, maybe they go on through the phone and they see a female's name, and I don't know if they say this is my lady Barbara. And that could be the case. Yeah. That could definitely be the case. But, I mean, it's, I don't, in a way, I kind of feel like, (laughs) I know this is going to sound so messed up, but in a way, I feel like they're a little ungrateful because I honestly, if they would get to know me, that's the thing. A lot of women are scared to get to know women because it's it's a territorial threat. That's the thing with women. Women are very territorial. But, you know, if you get to know me, I literally have talked, I don't know how many men into not leaving home. You know what I mean? Or not stepping out at home because, no, don't do that. Talk to her about this or try this or try that. You know, there's other alternatives other than, you know, what could lead to something bigger but they just a lot of them assume I have clients whose wives I'm very very cool with they're you know they're very respectful uh they send Christmas cards and gifts and things like that but you know they've taken the time to talk to me and get to know me but uh I don't know the insecurities like I said it, it to me I feel like it's if it's a woman's name that they see, why are you going through his phone in the first place? You know what I mean? Like, there's something already there that they were already dealing with. And I just kind of fall in the mix of it. <laughs> well, you know, and I was just, uh, you know, sitting there thinking about that and was going to really address that. Uh, sometimes it may not be so much as uh, the woman and you being that woman that's the barber sometimes just that man he's already messed up and you know the thing of it is the woman is like uh she might want to see what you look like or something like that and you know if you've got you know a banging body or if he has a certain type that he like and you seem to fit that tight well then now since he's done some things and messed up in the past and you're that type it's like it may not be so much as you but it may be because of him and his flirtatious ways or, you know, his wandering eyes and his mind wandering and, you know, some of the things that he might do. And so that's where some of the insecurities might be coming from. And then if a woman has uh, some shortcomings of her own and uh, she's uh, feeling insecure because she feels like... uh, if you have some kind of banging body or something like that, now, are you a huge fat woman or are you a woman with a coke ball shape? So tell me about that. You know, do you have a banging body? What's going on with you? Uh, I work out a lot. <laughs> you said I work out a lot and giggle, giggle. So you working out a lot. Is it paying off? It definitely is. I mean, I think so. I have two teenage children, so I mean, I try to stay in shape. I got 
keep up with them and I'm just never going to ever be the person to let myself go. I, I don't see myself ever doing that. I think, you know, taking care of yourself is the, the best thing you can do for yourself. You only get one body. So I would rather keep it together than it fall apart and then try to worry about how to get it back together. And in the process of getting it back together, I'm mad at every girl that already has it together. It doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, and uh, that's a good mindset to have uh, because if you've got that mindset and you see things maybe like going a little bit further than they should go, it's like, oh, I need to work on this or, you know, let me step it up a little bit and let me do that. And not so much as being competitive or anything like that, but wanting your body to be a certain way and having a body set high for yourself. And, uh, uh, a lot of people, you know, whether they're looking at a man that works out or a woman that works out, uh, they have a misconception that uh, they're working out just to look real good, you know, or to get some attention. But it's, it's a feeling that goes with that, you know. So if you're working out and those endorphins kicking in and you may go to the gym and you're feeling a little sluggish that day, a little slow, your energy yeah. level is down, when you get in there and you get to work it out real good, your adrenaline is flowing and everything, those endorphins kick in. When you walk out of there, you've got more pep in your step. Your energy level is better. And then what I like about it, if uh, a person is working out, if they're consistent and they're working out and they have that stick to itness, well, with you being disciplined like that, it carries over into every other aspect of your life. You know, whether it's you going to work or whatever you're doing. And so a person benefits in more ways than just a look. I mean, of course, it's good to have a look. I mean, they they got mirrors in the gym, you know. And so you want to look and feel good about where you are and what you're putting into the workout and seeing that you're getting results also. And so what you're doing that, staying on top of that, and you say you've got children. uh, By the way, so, so how old are you? I am 38. Okay, 38 years old, and you say you've got two children. What are their ages? Uh, my son is 17 and two weeks, and my daughter is 13. Okay, okay, so they're not little babies and everything like that. Okay, good, 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 good. So, uh, you know, uh, are you married, single? I am divorced. I've been divorced for 10 years now. Uh, okay. I've dated... I had one solid relationship since then, but that didn't work out, and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now when it comes to dating, I mean, has there been uh, someone that you've dated that you've actually done their hair? You know what? I have dated a client one time, and I will nope. never do that again. <laughs> Big mistake. I will never do that again. <laughs> I, that that is just that that does not go together. True at all. So yeah. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Yeah, I was uh, curious about that because uh, uh, with you being divorced and everything, you know, and uh, you know, men are going to, uh, and I don't know exactly how you look if you, you know. Uh, beautiful. I know you work on your body, so you got a banging body, and uh, you know if you dress well, you dress in fashion or something like that. Uh, and I don't know, uh, like in the barbershop, shop, you like wear like uh, you know like 
or one of the real big smocks or something around you so they can't see your body? Or, or you know, how do you dress when you're in barbershop? I don't. Um, so I'm very fashionable. I like, I will wear whatever I feel that day. If I wake up one day and I feel like a rock star, I'll probably dress punkish or professional the next day with a bun or big hair. It just, it, it varies by the day. I never know. When I wake up, I know I want to do something different. But um, I don't like the smocks. I've never... So I have a small waist and bigger hips. So the things that tie around the waist, they don't fit right for me as far as like in the front area. It gets kind of bulked up and I'm tugging on it all day. I don't like that feeling either. So I just want to be comfortable. I just... I just go to work dressed how I'm dressed. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you know, with, with that being said, you know, uh, uh, now tell me this. Now, do some of these guys, uh, you know, are they bringing their, their girlfriends or their, their, their wives in there with them? Uh, I've had a few. Most guys don't like to, though. They, I think that's their that's their time to get away and, you know, woo-saw let things go you know just like the women go to the salon men normally won't come with them uh the wives that do come are the clingy ones <laughs> uh oh <laughs> those are the ones that come with them they they want me to i mean they will they'll tell me how to cut their hair the wives wow. will come while they're sitting wow. in the chair those are the ones that bring their wives well uh i, I was wondering if some of that happened and I uh, personally, I feel sorry for a man that has to go through that because to me, uh, I, I just feel like it's a sign of weakness. If you can't communicate with your woman to the point to where I'm going to the barbershop, not saying that your woman can't sit down with you. Maybe y'all getting ready to go out to dinner, uh, getting ready to go out of town, and she's going to be with you. And then, you know, you're on your way. But, you know, every time you come to the barbershop, you know, you got to have her like, you know, like she's your chaperone and she's going to check you and make sure that everything is right. It's they like, are yeah. out there. They are out yeah. there. Yeah. But I, I blame the men. Because, I mean, if, if I've got a woman like that and she can't trust them, I'm like, hey, baby, if you can't trust me to go get my house cut, you know, we don't really have nothing. You know, I mean, because you can't get in my skin and live with me 24 hours a day. You know, right, it sounds I'm like he married wrong, his mother. <laughs> yeah, if, if I'm doing something wrong, I mean, it doesn't have to be at a barbershop. It could be when I'm saying, hey, look, I'm getting ready to go get some gas, or this, this, that. You know, it doesn't take all day. All night you do anything if a man really wants to do something or a woman really wants to do something. So following me to a barbershop, you know, like, you know, I'm, you know, 17-year-old kid, you know, I mean, to me, it's like, that's when a man has come up with his foot down. And, and right. if it continues to happen, that means that, you know, uh, he's not strapped up right. You know, uh, that's just right. my point of view on that one. So, but anyway, uh thing of it is, you're going to have some insecurities uh, with women that's like you being uh, a barber or anything like that. There's still going to be some insecurities. And again, a lot of that I feel like uh, probably falls on the shoulders of what a man has done in the past. And so women are like going to try to keep a closer eye on him to make sure that he doesn't stray or do anything like that when it comes to just going to a barber. Now tell me this. Now normally there is a lot of uh, 
you know, talk in the barbershop. And uh, I know when I was a teenager, there was women cutting hair back then. And, uh, you know, I didn't have a problem with a woman cutting my hair. Uh, once I saw she could really, you know, do the kind of job that I wanted done, I didn't have a problem with that because they are professionals. Uh, some cut better than others. But, you know, there are some men that cut better than others. Uh, but at the same time, uh, do you uh, think that they kind of change up the topic of the conversation a little bit when you're there? Or do they still kind of go out there sometime and just talk like you're just one of the fellas? Uh, I think when they first come in and they don't really know me, so you know, keep it a little professional. But I say about once I've cut a client, probably about three, maybe four times. There, I mean, I'm I've had conversations <laughs> with clients about how do I ask my wife for a threesome or. Uh, how do I tell my wife that uh, she needs to do this to please me more? Or I'm, we've talked about so I many. We talked about race. We talked about religion. You know things that most people don't talk about. But it it it, it is it's a comfort zone. Like it's you know after a little while you feel like okay, I'm definitely not going to meet their wives or you know unless they bring them. So. They come in and they just, they, they let go. I have some that, you know, stay uptight for a little while and I just, you know, have to tell them, you know, you can relax a little bit. Like, you don't have to be tense here. This is, have a beer, have, you know, <laughs> the TV. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know guys probably don't have, you know, uh, a problem as far as, like, men talk, uh, talking about uh, maybe fashion or you know, sports, you know, and things of that nature. Uh, but like you say, they might come in there talking about politics or religion and different things like that. But, you know, with uh, guys, like, sitting around in this all-male barbers and all-males in the barbershop, sometimes they're talking about a woman and what went down, man, I was at the club last night, and this shit, blah, 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 you know, she did this, that, and the other, man, this... And so I was kind of wondering, you know, guys. Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, yeah. I mean, I, I do things like I have clients that will be like, hey, what are you doing? Nothing. I'm done for the day. You want to go to strip club? And I'm <laughs> at the strip club with my clients. So, I mean, it just depends on the client. I'm telling you, sometimes they open up, sometimes they don't. But it, it just depends on the person. But it, it, it depends on the person. I have some clients that I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, he felt comfortable enough to hit you with that. So, okay, cool. But it just depends on the person. Right, right. And then, you know, with some guys, they may feel like uh, they might want to run something by you without being so direct. And they talk to you indirectly about something maybe like set your temperature and see what you feel about something without it being coming directly to you to see mm-hmm. what's going on with you and maybe it's something they really want to approach you with <laughs> you know like you right. were saying how, how do I ask my wife about a free threesome or something like that but you know I was thinking about this well what if you were the kind of woman that says 
well, you know, that's something that sounds interesting. You know, you know, I, you know, I thought about stuff like that myself. You know, I mean, they might want to be checking you out to see what uh, you're going to say and how you're going to react and respond to it. And it happens. It happens. They, you know, they try to be slick about things sometimes. And sometimes I just step back and look at them, and I just shake my head. And a lot of them be like, "Well, I tried." You know, <laughs> I, I can't blame you for trying, but yeah, no, thank you. I'm sure I learned my lesson with that client thing. I'm telling you, it's not a good thing. No, I, I wouldn't think so. Uh, I, I really wouldn't. I don't. I don't. That's something that you know. It's a slippery slope, and it's like, why, why get on the slope at all? I mean, I, I just don't feel like I can do it. Yeah. Right. So, as far as uh, uh, you and, and sports and things of that nature, uh, do you ever like uh, start out talking to the guys about sports and? telling me who you think is going to win this game and who's going to do that? Or are you keeping up with sports like that? I do. Um, so everybody listening to this is probably going to be upset, but I am a Philadelphia Eagles fan. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Are you from Philly? I have not. I lived there uh, for a little bit, but uh, I'm not. I just we fell in love with the team and the city. They are when it comes to their team. They, I mean, Philly goes all out. It's ridiculous. Now it's gotten to the point where it's literally ridiculous, dangerously ridiculous. But you know, back then it was fun. You see people out on the streets and marching with the Philly Eagles flags, and it it was fun. So. We became Philly fans out there. Um, basketball, my team is Miami. We are going to the finals. Okay. Uh, I do bring it up for the most part, um, especially with Cowboy fans. <laughs> oh, a little big here and a little big there. Huh? A little, you know, just a little here and there. I actually just <laughs> bought a Philadelphia Eagles uh, barber cape to put on my <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be the dig, you know. <laughs> How about the <them> Eagles? <laughs> yeah. Definitely though. I'm into sports. Sports is I think sports really um I mean I grew up in the nineties, so sports kept us out of a lot of things. Like I ran track, played basketball and volleyball, so I didn't have time to get into trouble and you know, being in the streets, I was too tired from sports and school and church with my parents and stuff like that. So, uh, sports is, a, is definitely uh, a good way to stay disciplined. So, that's sports working out. Uh, it, it, like you said, with the discipline, it, and it, it definitely they both go hand in hand. Yeah. Now, uh, tell me this. Now, did you uh, go up? Uh, in in uh, Miami, you said you're a Miami fan. Where are you from? Okay, so I'm from a lot of places. Uh, I was a military brat. I was born in uh, Tacoma, Washington, but uh, our family is from Georgia. I okay. fell in love with Miami Heat a long time ago. Uh, it's it's been a minute. Uh, my family like really was bad. <laughs> I was I was a kid, and I I, I always. Love Miami. It was Orlando Magic and then Miami Heat. Those were my teams when I was little. But I just always stuck with the Heat. Um, so, I, growing up. Growing up what? I'm sorry. 
so growing up in Miami and uh, you saying you were little, uh, what age were you when you were in Miami? Well, no, we were in Georgia. I just li- I fell in love with the team, Miami uh, Heat. But that's always been my team. I haven't lived in Miami. Oh, okay. When you said you were a brat and then you were little, okay. Never oh, yeah, wait, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. But that's just, that's always been my team. Okay. So when you said you were uh, a brat, now, was uh, uh, your father like in uh, the military going there today, or was it your mom? Both my parents were in the military. Uh, my mom wow. got out. Uh, okay. My mom got out when I was little, um, and my dad stayed, and he actually did, I think it was like 27 years in the Army. That's a career. Yeah, that was his That was his career, 27 years. Now, did that influence you in a way that whereas you wanted to go to the military? Mm-hmm. I went to the Navy. Oh, okay. I went to the Navy for four years. Okay, okay. And then did my sister also went. Did that have anything to do with your parents, you know, with you being exposed to the military? Uh, my big reason for going to the Navy was <laughs> my dad retired in El Paso, Texas. And okay. I just, I don't know, I, I couldn't do it me, I'm the oldest child, so out of three of us, okay. and I moved around the most. Uh, my sister and my, my brother kind of, they got the later end of the moving and that part, but uh, I was so used to moving that when he retired and I just saw myself staying in one place, I just couldn't do it. So uh, I decided to join the military myself. Okay, okay something that kind of got in your blood, huh? Right, yeah. It, it definitely is a, a family thing. Okay. All right. So, uh, when you decided to go off into uh, being a barber, is this like a, a barber shop where there's like, you know, three or four other barbers or, you know, you have your own business or what's going on? So, I have my own thing going right now. Um, I actually just moved into a bigger studio. Um, I'm down by the American Airlines Center. Uh, okay. And it's just it's just me there, but it's my thing is uh, more of an experience. That's the the feel that I do. You know, when you're in a shop, when there are a lot of people, it, it kind of feels more like you're a number. Like, you know, you're in and out of the chair. But I want it to be more of a, you know, a spa mentality type experience. And so, you know, that becomes, that's the ultimate goal. But right now, that's where I'm at with it. Okay. Well, being located there, I mean, that's probably kind of a, a high-end type area, wouldn't you say? It is, and I love it. I love it. Okay. 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 Well, now, uh, I don't know if you have any... Uh, personalities coming through there or anything like that, but I would think being there is not your typical, like, in the hood type uh, barbershop where you have a certain hood mentality and topic of conversation or the dialogue. Uh, you uh, have people that are more upscale, so uh, is that something that's more refreshing? It is. It is a lot more refreshing. Um it is, I don't want to make it seem like, you know, I, I don't want to be around hood, but it's okay to be 
from hood as long as you've grown past that and that's just not where you want to stay with it but it, it feels good to be around people who are actually executing goals and not just talking about goals I have doctors lawyers um uh, comedian, I've cut uh, for Gary Owens, the comedian. It's, it's so okay. many different walks of life, and so it's so inspirational because you, you know, you get bits and pieces from different people, and it kind of helps you put yours together. And it's 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 good being in an area like that. I can't, I don't want to, you know, the crowd that comes in and how are you doing today? And oh, I'm making it. You know, every day it's that when it, it, it's sad, but it's it's refreshing to be away from that. Yeah, that's a, that's an energy, I mean, that you would find in some areas uh, to be more prevalent than others. And uh, yeah. because, you know, you have people in certain areas that are they're really going through it. And uh, right. they may not have the education. Uh, they may not have the opportunities that uh, others might have that, you know, may have gone to college and, you know, uh, gotten out on their own and everything and start doing things on their own. And uh, you have uh, uh, more of a, a positive upbeat when you got people that's uh, more successful. And, and uh, I'm not going to say uh, they're smarter, but, you know, if they have their intellect is a little different, uh, they may be bringing more positive energy uh, than someone that, you know, may be a high school dropout or something that didn't go to college and, you know, they're having the blues and they're going through it and uh, their energy level is uh, more negative and uh, you can sense it and feel it and uh, the topic of conversation would be different. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, you are so right about that. So as far as... Uh, okay. So as, uh, as far as your uh, uh, dating goes, do you just like uh, date guys that uh, you meet at a service station or, you know, at uh, 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 CBS or something? Or, you know, what's your dating life like? I don't know. Dating is weird nowadays. It's nothing like... <laughs> Uh, it's it's kind of hard. I mean, I've met I've met a couple of people online dating. Um, I've met some cool a couple of cool people that you know ne- didn't necessarily work out with the dating part of it, but you know we ended up being good friends. But um, I don't know, dating is so hard. It's so different. People don't really go out and sit down anymore. And, Everybody wants to text and FaceTime and I don't know, like a real actual date. I think I've been on two this year. Well, yeah, I I think it's probably harder now with the uh, you know the COVID situation. Uh, but if it wasn't for the COVID situation, uh, I think that, uh, you know, with you being, you know, uh, 38, uh, some of the guys that uh, you're meeting, unless you're meeting the guy that's older, um, they're off into more of uh, the texting. And, you know, some of them, they really don't have a strong conversation. And uh, right. some of them also at that age, 
they're into uh, uh, being fake and playing games. They're not being real and coming to the table and being forthcoming. And uh, they're still kind of, you know, trying to find themselves. Uh, so I would think it would make it a little bit more difficult. Uh, but uh, with uh, uh, the COVID and everything, I guess it makes it a little more difficult now. But uh, if it wasn't for the COVID, uh, your activity could be different. Uh, you know, you got concerts you could go to and, you know, things of that nature. And like you said, you like sports, you know, going to a, a basketball game and, you know, doing various things like that where you see more men or men involved in those type of games and things like that. And, uh, you know, so it makes it more difficult now with it being with the COVID. But uh, with your uh, uh, dates that you've... Uh, uh, gotten online, uh, those particular days didn't work out, but you said you became friends with some of those guys that you've met? Yes, that's good. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's, uh, I guess, you know, it's easier for somebody to text you behind, you know, a phone or a computer and conversation's different. And then in person, sometimes the personality doesn't match the conversation or... I don't know. It's 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 different, but at at this moment, you know, the dating thing, like you said, the COVID is has completely put a halt to that. So hopefully, when everything, if everything opens up soon, I'm praying it does. Well, the thing of it is, you got to find ways to work around that. <laughs> you know, and and not put your life on hold. I know everybody, you know, gets off into it a little bit differently, and some people are more skeptical than others, and. Uh, I call it being overly cautious with the way some people, you know, handle the situation. Uh, I think you should be smart about it, but I think at the same time, you know, uh, a lot of times people, to me, they're not using common sense from a lot of this stuff that's going on. But I don't feel like a person should actually sit up and put their lives on hold, but just find different ways of doing different things. I mean, there's still restaurants you can go to and actually dine in, and some of them, you know, have where you could, you know, sit on the outside and things like that. Uh, you know, wearing your mask when you get in there, but I mean, you got to take your mask off to eat, and if you're sitting there with somebody, you can have a conversation. So if you have a, a date with a guy and go out to dinner or something like that, uh, there's still some things that can happen, you know, or, you know, going shopping someplace, you know. And, you know, they got places where uh, you got to wear a mask when you're shopping. But if you're shopping, you can still, if you're trying to date this guy, you can still have topics of conversation, you know, even with the mask and everything. And then, you know, it's, it's like you've seen the guy's face, you know what he looks like. So now you want to find out what he's all about and if he's in tune with himself. That is very true. That is very important. So I feel like a person should just uh, still get up and, uh, you know, do some things. And like I tell people sometimes, stop thinking about the things you can't do. Think about the things that you can do. Whether it's going to a park, whether it's going roller skating or whatever you're going to do. Think about the things you can do and get busy doing those things. And that is so true. Things that simple. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, like it's been great talking to you, but, uh, you know, uh, our, our time is up. And, uh, you know, I've enjoyed the topic of conversation. And uh, as far as, uh, you know, insecurities, 
and dealing with these women. You know, uh, I just think like that, you kind of just have to take it with a grain of salt. You know, it comes with the territory. But at least, like you say, you don't have to deal with a whole lot of women and then the drama that the women bring. So that makes your job a whole lot better. Right. Thank you. It was so good talking to you. Well, all right. And then we can talk again sometime. Definitely. You enjoy the rest of your night. All right. You too.